For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time! Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Today's podcast is brought to you by Trinova, Amazon.com slash Trinova for all the cleaning products. The uh, By the way, we just re-upped. We ordered... Um, uh, the all-purpose cleaner again. We ran out. We ran out. Yeah, and I used our own code and got 20% off. By the way, it's super cheap, so it's a huge bottle. Two huge, huge bottles. Bottle. It ended up being like 11 bucks. Way total. bigger bottle than you're going to get at the store. Mm-hmm. I you mean, think? Yeah, it's like double the ounces. Oh. Than the normal little Windex bottle. Here's what I think. I think like 409 or Zap or what... I know Kristen just went... <laughs> like, I think you will get more for less money of that but oh my goodness it's so gross it stinks so bad yeah i always feel like whenever you spread that on your table that you're gonna eat on i'm like we're gonna eat on this table what (laughs) is this what am i putting on my table that i'm gonna eat on this stuff is so good try nova uh amazon.com slash try nova code word rebel pod 20 percent off everything they sell thank you to try nova for sponsoring the pod uh so i went to the crossfit gym this morning I found out that I've not been working out hard. I was very disappointed to see how out of shape I'm in, even though I've been quote unquote working out. That's just, that's just really okay, honey. I'm so proud of you. So this morning (laughs) I ran a half, I ran a half mile and then I did uh, 50 pull-ups, 50 push-ups, and 75 squats. And then I ran another half mile. I didn't throw up. I was pretty happy. I didn't, I didn't dry heave, which was nice. Now, for this gym membership, is only you joined, or did I get to join too? No, it was only me. Okay, good. Just making be, sure that I need that. There's no pressure for you to show up and do it too. Yeah. No, definitely okay. not. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't mind. That sounds like a good motivator. So I had some experiences this weekend with kids. This is a parenting podcast, and you can change your kids' lives just like that. I mean, just in the blink of an eye, you can change your kids' lives. Some simple things. These are easy, easy, simple things. And for some reason, parents are not teaching their kids this. And the reason why I'm talking about this because I keep seeing it everywhere I go. Everywhere yeah. I go, I am running into certain things, and I'm surprised by it. Uh, And it's going to sound like the most basic stuff in the world. And let me tell you, it is. Mm -hmm. It's the most basic thing in the world. But if you don't teach your kids these things, you will damage them for the rest of their lives. It will hamper their lives forever. It will put them at a disadvantage for the rest of their lives. Um, The first one is saying please and thank you. It goes so far saying please and thank you i teach the kids i have kids come over for tea time at four that's right in the afternoons during the winter and they come over for tea time and they cannot leave my house without saying thank you i make the little two-year-old look me in the eye and say thank you whatever they want to call me they can call me miss laura miss dobson whatever but they have to say thank you i go what's the magic word before they can leave because and by the way it's not please 
please is generally pretty easy. Yeah. Except you really do have to drill down on your kids. Like, say please. Say please to your mom. Say please to your dad. Yes. Say please to everyone. Say please. Mm. It just makes you more pleasant. It makes people want to help you if you say please. And then thank people. Overthank people. Thank people when it's not going to do you, it's not going to get you anything in return. Thank people for doing their job if they're doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, if you see someone doing a, a good job. I was thinking, I was thinking employees at Disneyland. Like that felt a little weird, but they were so conscientious and so courteous to make our time there better mm-hmm. uh, that I was like, oh, you should be thanked for your job. And the surprise yes. on people's faces. I remember that. I the remember surprise that. on their face for being thanked for doing their job. For picking up the trash. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah. Shocking. And by the way, here's the truth. If you can make this a regular part of your life, it will benefit you in many, many, many ways. I can't tell you how many times I've been given an upgrade uh, on my airline yeah, or free, better car. free bags, better rental car for saying please and thank you. And it's just, it, just train yourself to do it. Uh, would you like the gas option? Yes, please. That would be great. Thank you very much. And people will be like, did you say yes, please? Thank you very much. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes, please. Thank you very much. And they're like, oh my gosh. Wow. Everyone else is as grumpy as, you know, Yeah. all the time. You will be so different. You will stand out amongst the crowd by saying please and thank you. By the way, well, adults yeah. adults got to do that too. Real quick, I remember uh, Ryan and I get to speak at high schools around the country. And we always notice the kids that come up and look us in the eye and say thank you, Dobson's, oh, yeah. for coming. Yep. I just know that kid is going to go far. They either wait after everyone's yep. gone, they come up, shake us, look us in the eye, thank you so much for coming to speak to my high school. And it makes such a huge difference. And I just, I don't know, I love kids that do that. Yeah, well, everybody does. Everyone wants to be thanked for doing their job. Everyone wants to hear please when they're doing a service of any kind. Yes. Everyone wants to hear that. Everyone wants to hear it. Every single time. And this can start at age two, people, as soon as they start talking. 100%. 100%. And drill it down. Practice it yourself. Do it over and over again. I, t- I talk to my kids about it all the time. I'll be on customer service phone calls. Yes, please. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I appreciate your help. Thank you for helping me. Someone did this something for me the other day, and I went back to them like, hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Da, 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 da. And they were like, oh, all right. Like you could see they were like, like it lifted them up. You'd yeah. see them take a breath in. The shoulders weren't so hunched anymore. Cause I went back and I was like, Hey, I really appreciate that. Was oh, it was someone in a store helped me find something. And as I was leaving, I saw him. I was like, Hey, I really appreciate you helping me out. Thank you so much. It just makes yeah. me want to do it again. Yeah. By the way, that's the whole thing that's so hard. It makes them want to do it again. And then every time afterwards that someone doesn't say thank you, they're like, Oh, really? Really? Right. You can't just say thank you. It's so easy. It doesn't cost you anything. Here's the third one. Learning to say excuse me. And this is why we're doing the program today because twice over the weekend, uh, we were at a pool and some little kid bumped into me uh, and didn't say anything. And then the mom goes, hey, say excuse me. Uh, Kid did not respond or say excuse me or look back at me. Just walked out like. So that's a twofold issue. I'm not doing it. That's a parenting issue and a And then last night I was at a restaurant with my parents and my family uh, and a kid ran into me and the parent was like, say, excuse me. And, uh, the kid, uh, did not say, excuse me. And just walked on like, no, how, how about no, how about not saying anything at all? Uh, learn to say, excuse me for sure. Teach your kids to say, excuse me. If they bump into someone, if they run into somebody, because here's the truth. Kids 
at around two, two to four, two and three, two to four, have this thing where they don't realize other people exist. So you'll have a two-year-old come and stand right in front of a TV that a lot of people are watching because yeah. it hasn't dawned on them, I'm blocking the TV for the entire room. And you have to teach them other people exist. You have space issues. If you're running around with your arms flailing and you whack somebody, you should say, excuse me, other people exist in this world. Mm -hmm. uh, other people can be inconvenienced by you at times. And you've got to teach your kids when they are inconveniencing someone to say, excuse me, pardon yeah. me, I apologize, something along those lines. And here's the truth. We call this well-intentioned bad parenting. Mm -hmm. If my kid runs into someone and I go, hey, say excuse me, and they keep walking, it's like, ooh, ho, turn your behind around, look at that person, apologize, and say excuse me. Like, we do not let that stuff go. By the way, we are so lenient as parents. We are so easy and light as parents, except on certain things. Please, thank you, and excuse me are huge yeah, things. Huge. Things. Because if you're not teaching your kids this, life will try to teach it to them for the rest of their lives. And they will struggle when they learn it through culture and through society. Yeah, when they're unconscientious around their boss and the boss is like, Hey, um, I don't want you to work here anymore because you're a pain to be around. You're not courteous of anyone around you. Mm -hmm. You're rude and you're selfish and you're self-centered like enough of this. Right. Right. And by the way, the younger your kids are, the more you can tell them what to do. Like you get that, right? I don't know. I don't know why we have to tell people this, but I see people having conversations with two year olds all the time. The kid is two. Ain't nobody care what you think. Ain't nobody care what your opinion is or what you want or don't want in this life right now. You too. You don't know what's going on. You got no idea what to do. Hey, it's time to go to the bathroom. I don't want to go to the bathroom. And nobody cares. Nobody cares if you want to go to the bathroom. What we don't want is an accident on the airplane when we've got 30 minutes between uh, taxi out and takeoff to 10,000 feet and mom knows you've been having way too much soda in the airport so that, that and the other one, do you know what was in the restaurant last night? There was a kid screaming at her mom. Yeah, screaming. That screaming. was unnerving. Uh, hey, you know what you need to do in that situation? Take your kid out of the restaurant. Yeah. Like. It's time to go. It is time to go and have a chat. I'm using air quotes when I say chat for all you listening on the podcast that aren't watching live a chat with that toddler outside about appropriate and inappropriate behavior in a restaurant. And by the way, if your kid can't behave in a restaurant, guess who doesn't get to go to a restaurant? Your kid. Yes. Like, you've ruined it for everybody. That, that restaurant was packed last night. So packed. Packed last night. I was surprised at how rude people were. Yeah, I saw a kid drop about nine jello squares on the floor. Just this huge jello explosion, red jello on the floor. And the kid just puts this huge surprise look on his face. And I. I didn't know what he was going to do. I didn't know if he was going to stay and pick it up. And then his dad kind of jumped in. And I don't know what they actually did, but the dad jumped in to try to help Oh, all the, right. the kid. So good. that was one good good experience. By the way, that too. But, yeah, you can help your kids clean up. Yeah. Ain't no big deal. Totally no big deal. By the way, so people were asking about this too because I posted a little video on my Instagram stories when I was in the airport last time. Uh, and apparently they couldn't hear what I could hear. 
But I was in line at McDonald's getting a healthy breakfast that I'll never eat again after my stupid workout this morning. Yay, golden arches. Ugh. <laughs> By the way, if you want if you want to change your eating habits, get someone to work you out real hard, and you'll regret every bad decision you've ever made food-wise. As I was running my second half mile, I was like, yeah. Oh. No more McRibs. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. But there was a couple with two young kids in front of me in line taking up about five times the space they ought to have taken up. And so finally, after getting hit, by, by the way, not just by the children, the parents were as clueless as they could possibly be. The dad had a gigantic backpack on. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like comically large. Yes. You ever see someone in a comically large backpack? In fact, I saw a YouTube video about a comically large backpack. <laughs> That's classic. And I was like, oh, I just saw a dad like that in the airport, and he kept turning around really close to me and hitting me with a backpack oh. in line at McDonald's. And I'm like, by the way, of course, did not say excuse me, didn't say pardon me, didn't say I'm so sorry, uh, and then move ahead. Said nothing, just kept running into me. So I finally back away about five or six feet, yeah. which is how much space it took to not get hit anymore by children who were screaming, screaming at the parents. And I remember sitting there going, they're going to be on my flight. Those people can be on my flight. Yeah, I'm I'll bet be they're on my flight. Like I know I'm flying Frontier, which is like one of the cheapest airlines you can fly, aside from Spirit, which we'll be flying next weekend. So I, I ask for it. I mean, if you fly Frontier, that's what you get. If you fly Spirit, you're going to get that. And yes, they were on our flight. But as they're waiting for the flight, which was 45 minutes late, one of the babies, and it was ba- by the way, baby. Yeah, baby. There was a toddler that was throwing fits, but there was a baby crying. And I was hearkened back to the whole babies that cry for mama and dada and babies yeah. that just cry. Right. Guess what? This baby just cried. So the baby's going, ah, ah. So after the parents, uh, you know, I would say exhausted all their options in trying to calm the baby down, but they didn't. They didn't really try anything. The dad starts fake crying back at the baby. So the baby's going, eh, and the dad goes, eh, and then the baby cries, and then the dad cries, and the baby cries long enough for me to be like, should I video this? I shouldn't video this. They're going to see me if I I video it. I shouldn't do that. And then it kept lasting so long. I was like, other people need to experience this with me. And so I uh, live broadcasted a dad crying at his baby. Uh, And then when we got on the flight... Um, Frontier has odd armrests. Mm-hmm. They make a very specific noise when it goes from the up position to the down position without being held, like without you putting it down. If you let it go, it goes thunk, 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 thunk. Yeah, you know you're on a Frontier flight when you hear that noise. So as we walked past, by the way, here's the other thing too that families do that you shouldn't do. They get a middle window, middle window, mom and dad separately sitting yep. uh, with children against windows parents are apart so they can't tag team they can't switch off yes. they can't co-parent they're far apart from each other by the way yelling across aisles to each other like oh my man not not cool no one taught you this lesson no one taught you please thank you excuse me uh and his kid was holding the armrest banging it up and down you should have like, seen the eyes of the people around their seat straight comedy straight straight yeah. comedy straight oh, from a no. seinfeld or curb your enthusiasm episode straight comedy 
So there was a dude behind the kid, just, just like his eyes were so they big, were so contemplating big. the two plus hours he was going to sit with that kid in front of him. And he looked up at me and I laughed. We oh, just started I laughing. I laughed out loud. I kept laughing. I could not stop laughing. And then the guy in the middle who was just like looking at his feet just with this like this deep contemplation of what was about to take place. He looked up at me laughing and I was like, I'm so sorry, bro. I am so sorry. And I kept laughing and they started laughing. And then the couple, the couple has no concept, no concept of what's taking place around them. So, um, yes, just clueless to others. I don't know how we've raised a generation that's clueless about others. I don't get it. I don't get it. There is so much entitlement and so much selfishness in this. And here's the truth. I'll tell you exactly how we did it. It's dad's not in the home. I guarantee you that husband and that wife with those two kids did not have a dad in the home that was present and available. 100%. We need to keep dads in the home and present involved together dads. That is 100% what it is. 100%. 100% is what was taking place there. For sure. Um, All right, last two. When kids talk, look people in the eye. I'm working on this with Lincoln right now. Uh, someone be like, oh, Lincoln, it's so nice to see you. How are you? And he'll be like, I'm good. I'm good. He's just a 12-year-old. It's it's right at that age where he's trying to figure out where he is in life mm-hmm. and like being embarrassed and not being yeah. embarrassed. Like it is for sure the junior high age where you're going to have to deal with this more and more. But he'll shake someone's hand and look away. I'm talking to the mic. Uh, and then he'll talk when he's not looking at them. And I'll, I'll yeah. I put my hand gently on his shoulder. I'm like, look people in the eye. And then he'll like smile, turn red. And then he'll be like, I'm fine, thank you. You know, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. And lastly, okay, this alone will change your kids' lives almost more than anything else. It's how to shake hands. Yes. It's how to shake hands. I'm telling you, when you shake someone's hand and they give you that limp fish where they don't squeeze back and they don't know how to shake a hand, every person that tries to shake your hand when you give them that limp fish thinks poorly of you in that moment. They do, I promise. I don't care who's listening right now. I don't care what you think. Harken back, remember back to a time where you tried to shake someone's hand and you were like, this is a cold, I, I'm squeezing your hand. You're not squeezing back. You're not giving any firmness. You're not being looked in the eye. And it's like, oh, it's so awkward. It is so, so awkward. awkward. Uh, and I've been saying this for a long time. There's two things I've been saying for a long time. Uh, what's your resting face? <clears throat> yeah. You're re- you, know resting, you know what resting B face is? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, resting B face? We don't need that. So by the way, I didn't know I had resting... Um, why can I not... Angry face? Oh, angry face. I'll say that. There was another A word I was thinking of, oh. but I wasn't supposed to say it. Uh when I'm deep in thought, I look like I'm mad and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And I would walk around either listening to podcasts and thinking about what was going on. And I would look like I was angry all the time. And I don't remember where I heard this, your resting face, but I tell you where I heard it for the second time. It was Sarah Silverman of all the things <clears throat> of all the people that I wouldn't necessarily think about this situation with. It would be Sarah Silverman. Uh, and I saw her on Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, yeah. And she was talking to her ex-husband, now her ex-husband's daughter, because the daughter's in the back seat, like, Ugh, like resting B-face. Like, no one wants to look at you 
with that face on. No one. And so you have to train yourself. I, By the way, train yourself to smile. Not just have a neutral face. Train yourself to smile. Smile at people. In fact, I saw Gabby Reese. I was reading an article with her, and she talks about going first. Like the importance of going first. Smile at people first. Say hello first. Say thank you first. Say please first. Mm. It will change your interaction with people immediately on the spot. It will change it. It will make it better and more positive. They will be more open, more honest, and more vulnerable with you if yes. you will go first. For sure. And so train yourself to smile all the time. I'm sitting over here smiling now. No, just kidding. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> train yourself and then learn how to shake someone's hand. You reach in. You don't have to, like, this is the other thing too. Don't crush someone's hand. Like every now and then I meet. Oh, women. I know. I'll meet a man who just crushes my hand. I'm like, oh, that's what? broken. Really? Oh, yeah. Some guys just tend to squeeze harder. Like, hey, that's, I'm so and so. And okay, it's so like, I, oh, I, come on. You're just being silly now. That's fine. I get it with guys every now and then, but not as much. Like a guy will give me a firm handshake. The guys that are really trying to squeeze your hand, I just look at them like, really? This? Like, are we really having a power play from this handshake? Like, yeah. I get it more from women who are trying to do the firm handshake, but it's like way over firm. Just a firm handshake. Then it'd be like the death grip, but for sure not <laughs> the grip. dead fish. Just grip someone's hand, shake it a couple times, look them in the eye, introduce yourself, whatever it is, ask your first question, respond to a question, something. Well, and I love what Betsy's saying. Practice it. Yeah. Pra practice this with your children. Practice saying please yep. and thank you. Practice saying excuse me. What? When would we say excuse me? If Even if you burp or things of that nature. Yes. Learn to say excuse me. Okay, here's the thing too. It will bug your kids when you practice handshakes with them. For sure. It will absolutely bug them. They won't like it. They're going to give you grief for it. When they're adults... It's going to change their lives. It will have changed it because they're going to start meeting people that don't have handshakes. They're going to be like, oh my goodness, is that why my parents did this with me? Yes. Wow. They didn't have good parents. Yeah. Like you'll shake someone's hand and be like, ooh, who is your parent? That's and what for your little think. kids, you can make it fun because it's kind of, you know, as a little Lucy, as a little seven-year-old, she's learning how to shake people's hands and it's, you can make it a game. You yeah. can make it fun. It doesn't need to be this, oh, I'm going to teach my kids. Make it fun for her. Totally. Look, you get to and be. And for your little boys, it's like, this is what men do. Right. You're Who doesn't want to play grown up? to be a man. Right. Okay. And by the way, for little boys, my goodness this will change their life for the better because if you take if you meet a 5-year-old and he looks you in the eye and shakes your hand you think more positively about that kid and you're like oh you want to engage him you want to engage them you want to speak to them differently you look out for them more like everything about their life will change for the better with a good handshake yep Absolutely. i agree all right. What's up, Rebels? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by Save the Storks at SaveTheStorks.com. I'll tell you what. I have been working with Save the Storks for a long, long time. A long time. time. Before Lucy. I think it's now eight yeah. years. Yes. About eight years. And here's the thing. It's not good enough just to say you're pro-life. We need to be more involved. And you can get involved at SaveTheStorks.com. But what they do, they have built these things they call stork buses. And they travel around. They are mobile Pregnancy Resource Centers. They're Pregnancy mm. Resource Centers on wheels. They go to impoverished neighborhoods. They go to places that don't have uh, health services for women. That's fantastic. They do ultrasounds. They do counseling. It is a fantastic organization. Um, man, 
They are innovative. They are forward thinking. Yeah. And they have got these buses all over the country. And you can get involved at SaveTheStorks.com. And real quick, with SaveTheStorks.com, they have really cute merchandise. I don't know if you can purchase it, but I have like yoga pants. I have great sweatshirts. I have good shirts that all say a good message and are really helping support the cause. I'm glad you said that. I I came to find them and fall in love with them based off the first t-shirt I saw. And it was the whole... um, By the way, so the British saying, keep calm and carry on was a marketing campaign that was never used. It was supposed to be used if the Germans conquered England and they would say, keep calm, carry on. Keep calm and carry on. It just never had to be used because America stepped in and World War II was won. Uh, But the very first shirt I saw was at Summit where I speak in the summer times and it was keep calm and save a stork. And I was like, that's clever. And I get what you mean already. I want to know who made that. And yeah. I met Joe uh, Baker, who is the founder of Save the Storks. Um, and I have worked with him ever since. I think that was eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Save the Thank you so much for listening, people. We appreciate it. God bless. We will see you soon.